We begin today at the Mishnah on Dafayn Chesom with base three lines down or four lines down from the bottom of the Yomit. Okay, this uh, Mishnah actually begins sort of a new subject. The last ten blat we were learning about Yuchsin, different halachas regarding the lineage of Ayid and the Kashras of Ayid and so on. And the Mishnah goes back to halachas related to uh, Kedushin and the Shlichas of Kedushin. A father, as we learned in the Masechta before, has the ability to be Makadish's daughter, which is a katana, or even a naira, up until the age of 12 and a half. So the father gave permission to a shliach to be Makadish's daughter. But after that, the father himself went and was Makadish's daughter. So if the condition of the father was before the shliach managed to go and be Makadish, his daughter to the man that he sent her for, he sent him to do Mikadash too. So then Kiddush of Kiddushin, the father's Kiddushin is a Kiddushin, and not the Shliach. If the man that uh, the Shliach was Mikadash too, that Kiddushin was first, then Kiddush of Kiddushin. Then his Kiddushin will be a Kiddushin. Is it the same person? No, a different person. A different person, yeah, of course, yeah. So Rashi explains that the point of that this mission is saying is, the father sent this man to be a Shliach, to be Mikadash's daughter. He never clearly nullified the shlichus. But by the very fact that the father goes and is makadisher to someone else, that is revealing his intent that he wants to be mevatel the shlichus. But now, well, if he's not mevatel the shlichus, then the father can't be makadish this, uh, his daughter to who he wants. He already appointed a shliach, and that shliach is the one that has the, he's taking the father's place. And he's the one that, and so therefore the father, what the father is doing is, is worthless. So the point is that the father was mevatel shlichus. If it's not known who was Makadish first, then shneim neisdim get. So then both of them are going to have to give a get. We're not sure who she got married to. So if she now decides she wants to get married to a third person, not to any of these two people, she's going to need a get as a suffix here from both of these people. Vimrotsu if these two people, the one that the father was Mekadoshet to, the one that the Shliach was Mekadoshet to, if they agree, so then Echad Noisin get, one of them can give a get, and and the other one can go and marry her without, uh, he doesn't have to, they don't have to both give a get. One gives a get, and the other one can go and marry her. In, in Shachanarach it says, though, that this one that goes and marries her is going to have to give her a Kedushin again, because we're not sure that the first Kedushin that he gave her ever took effect, because he could have been second, so then that, that Kedushin would have, wouldn't have been a Kedushin. The Mishnah says the same halacha regarding a woman sending her own shliach to be Mekadosh, a man for her. A woman that sends a shliach to receive a Kedushin for her. And then she went and received the Kedushan for herself from another man. So, if she received her Kedushan from the man that she got it from first, so then her Kedushan is a Kedushan. By receiving it herself from another man, she's revealing her intent that the original Shliach she sent is bottled. If the Shliach she sent was first, then Kiddush of Kiddushin. Then the Kiddushin that that Shliach that she sent received the Kiddushin first. She's already Mikudashis. He fulfilled her Shlichas. And her Kiddushin is nothing. If, it's, if they don't know who got the, shli, the Kiddushin first, Shneim, Noisim Lo Get, then both of these are going to have to give her a Get if she wants to get married to someone else. Vimratsu, if the two men agree, Echad Noisim Lo Get, one could give a Get, Vechad Kainis. And the other one will, uh, will go ahead and marry her. 
So the Gemara will now explain, the Mishnah seems to be saying the exact same halacha, once regarding the shliach of the man, and the second time regarding the shliach of the woman. Why does it have to repeat the same thing? Mm-hmm. Says the Gemara, it was necessary to say both of these cases. If it would be saying here, the case where the father, he's the one that appointed a shliach to be Mekadosh's daughter, and then he went and was Mekadosh himself. To someone else, I would say the reason that we consider this to be that the father was mevatel his shlichus, even though he never said it clearly, but we understand from what he's doing that he wants to be mevatel the shlichus. Because a man is more proficient regarding yichus, regarding lineage, he know he understands more and who's the good yichus, who's not a good yichus. So the fact that he sent the shliach and now we see that he's being mekadesh's daughter to someone else, what is that a sign of? That he realized that there's another chassan for his daughter that has better yichus. And that's why he's going to be Mekadosh, someone that's different than who he sent the shliach to be Mekadosh, because he wants, he wants a better yichus. So it's a, it, this is a reason to, to assume that he wants to be Mevatl, the original shlichus. But when it comes to a woman, she doesn't know so well the difference of yichus of one man or another man. So in such a case, if she appointed a shliach, and then she goes and she's Mekadosh, someone else for herself, so, I would say that the fact that she went to be Mekadosh somewhere for herself, that should be worthless. She already appointed a shliach, and she never intended to be Mevatel that shlichus. I, why did she go and was Mekadosh someone for herself? If she already sent the shliach, she was, uh, wanted to have a backup plan. Let's say that that uh, shliach doesn't fulfill his shlichus. So then I have this other man that I could be Mekadosh. But it was only sort of a backup plan. If that shliach, though, fulfills his shlichus, she's okay with that chasen. She never retracted from that shlichus. So in the, therefore, I would say that if she's Mekadosh someone, it's worthless. She already appointed a shliach and she never nullified that shlichus. So that's why it has to say the second case as well, that even when a woman sends a shliach and then she goes and is Mekadosh for herself, that itself is a, considered a nullification of the shlichus. On the other hand, if the mission would only say regarding the woman herself, that appointed a shliach, and then she goes and is Makadish someone for herself. So over here, I would say, this is something that she herself is doing. This means that this is something that matters more for her. This is the man who she's going to live with her entire life. She's the one that's getting married to him. So the fact that she now is going to be Makadish someone else after she sent the shliach, here there's more of a swara to say that the reason she's going to be Mekadosh someone else is because she's very particular about who she wants to get married to. Before she thought that she has one cousin, so she sent the shliach, now she realizes she has someone better. So therefore she wants to be Mevatel the shlichus. But when it comes to the father, for the daughter that did a similar thing, he sent the shliach and then there's Mekadosh someone else. I would say that for the father... Who her daughter gets married to is not as important as it is to her, her uh, to, to her herself. The father says to himself, as long as my daughter gets married to someone that's a man, that she'll be happy, whether it's this man or that man, the, fa- the father would really be happy with the, the, the Kedushin of the Shliach. He's not really ever nullifying the Shlichus. He's just uh, going and being Mikadosh to someone else as a backup plan if the Shliach won't do it. So therefore, the Mishnah has to say, Tzirich, the Mishnah has to say in this case as well, that the, when the father went, and was Mekadosh or to someone else, it is a sign that he's nullif- nullifying the original shlichus. 
Ah, so again, that's the point of the Chiddush of this Mishnah. When you appoint a Shliach, even if you didn't clearly nullify the Shlichus, but if you then go yourself and are Makadish, you do an act of Kedushin yourself, that in both cases, whether it's the father, whether it's the woman herself, it's a sign that you mean to nullify the original Shlichus. Mm. Okay, the Gemara now starts a new Indian over here. This is uh, in relation to what we just said in the Mishnah, that there's uh, the Koyach of a father. To be <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> to be Makadish, his uh, daughter. <coughs> that's when the uh, okay. That's when the father has a daughter, which is at the age of a katana, and a naira. That's in the, uh, a, a naira is already after the bas mitzvah, which is at twelve years old until twelve and a half years old. The father still has the power to be Makadish's daughter, but past that, once once she's twelve and a half, he can't be Makadish uh, anymore. She can be Makadish herself. So let's see what happened over here. So the Gemara Itme, we learned the following Machleik is The father was going on his way. And he found a beautiful chasm for his daughter. So he received a kiddushin for on behalf of his daughter on the way. But the Kitcha Atzma she stays behind, she's at home. And meanwhile, she's being Makadish herself to another man in the city. Now the Shaila is whose Kiddushan took effect, the father's Kiddushan or her own Kiddushan that she received for herself. Now today, when we're looking at this girl and the question comes up, today she's a Begettis. She's already uh, at the age of a Begettis, which is mature, past 12 and a half, where the father cannot be Mekadasha. So Rav Omar, so Rav says, look, we have to go according to who her what her status is right now. We see that she's a Begettis today. So therefore we say that her condition took effect and the father's condition did not take effect. Shmuel Omar, but however Shmuel says, no, Today she's a begaddis, but you don't know what happened when the father was Makadashir. Maybe that was before. So we have to be chayshish for the condition of the father that he was makabal for her when he was out on the way and for her own condition that she was makabal for herself when she was home in the city. Both of these men are going to have to give her a get if she wants to get married to someone else. So first the Gemara explains what is the case of the actual Machlekes here. What are we talking about? Amos. When is this suffix happening when the father is accepting a condition for her and she is taking a condition for herself? When is this happening? If we're talking about she's already a Naira, but it's within that frame, the time frame of six months where she's a Naira and not yet a Begeddes. Sometime in that six months. If we know that the father accepted the Kiddushan sometime within those six months. Are we going to say that we see now that she's a begetta, so therefore the fact that the father received the Kiddushan is worthless? Hashtahu de Bagra. Now she's a begetas. But the time when the father received the Kiddushan for her was before. We know that the father received the Kiddushan before, for her within the six months. Within the six months, she's not yet a begetas. Right. So in, in that time, I would say that the, she definitely was not a begetas yet. Rashi here actually brings that this whole concept of a begeres is a certain age of maturity. There's, this actual, there's actually a certain physical change in the body of the woman when she becomes a begeres. Rashi brings the Gemara and it says the simonim, what there are in the, in, the, in the body of the woman. But the point is that it is possible for a girl to become fully mature even before six months after a bas mitzvah, within the six months. But it's not possible for her to become a begeres past six months. Once it's six months after the bas mitzvah, we know that she's already fully mature. She's a, she's bas mitzvah. But she, uh, sorry, she's a begeres. That is okay. But not what the Gemara is saying is if the suffix about the kiddushin, the father was mekadesher, 
the daughter was Mekadashar. If it's within the six months, so it is possible that she was already a begettist, and therefore her condition is a condition, but it's also possible not. It's still within that time period where it could be she's not yet fully mature, and therefore the father's condition is a condition. How could Rav come and say, we see now that she's a begettist, and the father's condition does not take effect? Elo, so what does the case here have to be? La'achashisha. That this whole suffix happens after, it's six months already after she's 12, she's 12 and a half years old already. So in such a case, there's a suffix when the father receives a kiddushin for her, whether the father's kiddushin can take effect, or maybe only her kiddushin that she accepted for herself. So the Gemara asks, how can they say this? After six months, would Shmuel say that you have to be concerned not only that her kiddushin is a kiddushin, but the father's kiddushin as well? Shmuel said, The maximum that there is that it takes for a girl to become fully mature after the bas mitzvah is just six months. After six months, for sure, she's already fully a begettis. So after six months, we know that her condition is a condition and not the father's condition. What's the topic over here? How would Shmuel say that we still have to consider maybe the father's condition to be a condition? Says the Gemara, Lloyd Sricha. So you're right, the, ca- the case over here of this Machlekes is, is a very specific case. The Kaddish, Bahu Yaime, the Mishlem Shisha. The Kiddushan over here took place on that day, the last day of the six months. And so what happened over here is, on the very last day, the father was Makadashir in the morning of that last day. And she was Makabal Kiddushan for herself later in the afternoon. So now the Shaila is, we see later in the afternoon, she's already a begettis. But what, what, what was in the morning though? We don't, on that very last day, we don't know what her status was in the morning of that day. So therefore, Rav Omar, Today, now, in the afternoon, when she's in the Kabbalah condition for herself, we see, we see now the simonim that she's already a full begettis. She's fully mature and she's out of her father's possession. So therefore, Rav says, we look at her status now and we say, If we see now that she's a begettis, We say that in the morning, she probably was already a begettis. She was already fully mature out of the father's rishos. Because this is the day, this is the last day when she becomes a begettis. So she had a chazaka. Up until today, she has a chazaka that she's a naida. She has a chazaka that she's still in the father's possession, but not on this day anymore. On the last day, since this is the day that she becomes a begettis, and we see in the afternoon that it happened, that she is a begettis, we assume that it happened already from the morning. The status that we see now determines who she is for the entire day, and we say that for the morning as well. She was out of the father's rishos. And therefore, only her condition takes effect, not the father's. But Shmuel Omar, Shmuel says, Hashtu simonim. No, that it's possible that only now, in the afternoon, she brought the signs of being a begettis. And in the morning, she still was not a begettis. In the morning, she was still an idol. So we, Shmuel says, well, what we see now is what we see now. We don't go back and say that maybe that is who she is already since the morning. No, we, we, there's going to be a suffix here. And therefore, the father's kiddushin that he was Mekadosh in the morning is as when she was still a naira. And now in the afternoon, she was Mekadosh herself and she's a begettis. Okay, so the, the point over here is that Shmuel says when we see her status now, we can't use that status now to go back to the morning. We, we, we say that her status now is possibly only for now and not for any time earlier back. So the Gemara asks on this, we find a similar shaila regarding the status of a mikveh. And over, over there we see that we take what's going on now, what we see now in front of us, and we apply that retroactively to before. 
not like Shmuel. According to Shmuel, what would be different than this kind of a suffix regarding a mikveh? The Mishnah says, You measure the water of a mikveh and you see that it's missing. The right amount of water that it needs for it to be kosher. So right now in front of us, we see that the mikveh is puzzled. So the Mishnah says, All things that you were matayed in it. Going back from before, Whether this is a mikveh which is in a private place, Whether this is a mikveh which is in an open area, in a So usually the Allah is, Any suffix tumah in Rishusayachid is tameh. We learn out from a site that the suffix tumah in Rishusayachid is tameh. Any suffix tumah in Rishusayachid is tahir. But over here, it doesn't make a difference. Where it is, the halacha will always be tameyos. Whatever you were titled in this mikveh will be tameh. So what do we see over here? We see the psal of the mikveh right now, and we apply that back. And we say that whatever you titled in it before is also going to be tameh. But Shmuel, however, didn't say that. Shmuel says, when you see this girl right now in the afternoon, she's a begeres. I don't apply it back to say, then in the morning she was a begeres. I say, no, in the morning she probably was still, uh, still an idol. That's the question on Shmuel. Uh, Rashi, I mean, sorry, Taisvist, that is, points out that really this, is, this could be a question on Rav as well. In a case where this is a Naira that has a Chazaka that she's a Naira, Rav would also say that we give her her status of being a Naira. We're not going to apply what the psul that we see now or the fact that she's a Begeris now retroactively. The only reason Rav argued on Shmuel is, is because it was, the, it was that day that she naturally becomes a Begeris. It's that, and we see she actually became a begettus in the afternoon, so that leads us to say that she probably became a begettus in the morning. But otherwise, I would follow her chazaka from before, which is that she's an Ida. So according to Rav, over here by this mikveh, this mikveh had a chazaka that it was kosher. At a certain point, we discover that it's possible. And we don't go with its chazaka that it had before that it was kosher. We say that the psul that we see now takes us back and we say that anything that you used in this mikveh, from that time where you, you last checked it, and I had chazaka that it was kosher, but anything past then, we say everything is going to be tame. Why don't we go back to its original chazaka that it had, that when you checked it before and it was kosher? So really, it's a question both on Rav and Shmuel. It's just, it's a strong, it's, it's, it's a question on Shmuel. It's more clear that it's a question on Shmuel, but it's really a question on both of them. It's, it, it, this case of the mikveh is hard to understand. Why should I be metame everything from before? So the Gemara explains, Shani Hasam, by the mikveh, the reason we're matama everything from before, because besides looking at the status of the mikveh, you have to look also at the status of the person, or maybe of the kalim that you're being, uh, that you're tiveling in the mikveh. You have to look at what's tamay that you table in the mikveh. That has a chazaka. That keli that you table in the mikveh has a chazaka that it's tamay. So you have to place that keli and it's chazaka. And therefore, since this mikveh is a suffix, we don't know at what point it became puzzle. It, it, so you can't, you can't be metired as keli. Because I could say that it did, it did not table. But you have a competing chazaka here. Adarabe, on the contrary, Hamid Mikval Chazkasai. I should say that the mikveh itself has a chazake. We know that at this point, at a certain point, this mikveh was kosher. And now we discover that it's possible. And we're not sure at what point it became possible. Why shouldn't I place the mikveh in its chazake? So you have the chazake of the keli that's tame. And you have, on the other hand, you have the chazake of the mikveh that it's tar. So the mikveh, the chazake of the mikveh says that it, it, should, it should not be a, a suffix. It should not be chaser. It should go back to the status it had before. 
But the Gemara says, no, but over here, Harei Chaser Lefanecha. Over here, you, you see over here the mikveh right in front of you, that right now it is Chaser. So true, you had a Chazaka from before, but right now you have the Chazaka of right now. You see the mikveh is Pasel. So therefore, I have to go with the fact that it's Pasel. If you're saying that Svara, so Hachanami over here as well, Harei Begeres Lefanecha. You see over here right now, this girl that uh, in the afternoon, she's now a Begeres. So that, that should be a swara to say that the whole day she was a begeris. Look at who she is now. Shouldn't that determine that she's a whole day? Shmuel said, no. I see her a begeris. I say it's only now, not before. What's the difference from the mikveh? So the Gemara says, no, by the begeris I say, hashtu de bagrav. Maybe she only became a begeris later in the afternoon, not in the morning. So the Gemara says, say the same thing by the mikveh. Hasam nami, hashtu de Why shouldn't I say by the mikveh that you see that it's possible now, but maybe the psal only happened now? Why are you extending back the psal to before to say that anything that was tabled all this time should all be a puzzle or should all be still tummy? And says the Gemara, and here comes the, 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 the Gemara comes to the maskana of this. The difference between the mikveh and this girl that we don't know what their status is is as follows. When it comes to the mikveh, there are two problems here that we have. Problem number one is that we have the mikveh right in front of us today that's puzzle. Problem number two is that the kalim that you table in the mikveh have a cheskas tumah. So therefore over there we're going to have to, we're going to be machber and say that uh, what you tabled is tummy. But hacha, when it comes to this girl, that right now we see she's a big ass. There's only one reason to believe that, that, we, that she's a big ass and maybe a big ass even before. The fact that you see that she's a big ass right now. That's it. There's no, there's no, other, no additional svara. Other than that, though, there's, you can say that we know that she was a Nada until, until now. We only discovered now that she's a Begeres. Until this point, she was a Nada. So therefore, Shmuel says, when we see now that she's a Begeres, now she's a Begeres. But up until this point, we assume that she's a Nada. Because you don't have a second spot over here to break the original Chazaka. The original Chazaka says that she's a Nada. Okay, on the other hand, by the mikveh though, the Chazaka of the mikveh has a competing Chazaka to break, to break that original Chazaka. Okay, so that's why mikveh is a different case. It's not a question on Shmuel. Now the Gemara asks from another case, a Shmuel, according to Shmuel, what would be different, the halacha that Shmuel said, from the example of a barrel. This is a barrel that was being used to separate truma from it. The Tanya we learned in Abraisa, Hoya is a chavis, lahafrish, truma. A person was inspecting his barrels of wine to separate truma. You separate truma, he has barrels of wine, you have to make sure that the barrel that you're using for truma is still wine. What happens if a barrel of wine that you want to use for truma goes sour and it becomes vinegar? So now that barrel can't be used to separate truma from it because wine and vinegar are two different things. You can't separate from one on another. So he was inspecting his barrels, and then he discovers a barrel that was vinegar and he separated wine from it. So he's not sure he separated the truma that is from it. And he's not sure if when he separated the truma, was it still wine and the truma took effect? Or was it already vinegar and it, the, the truma did not take effect? So kol gimel yamim vadai. Three days, we're going to say that it's vadai. Uh, it's here they, the, the b'raisa does not spell out exactly what three days this means. Ashi brings over here two pshatim, there's machlekes about this, whether it means the first three days after you inspected it and saw that it's wine, the first three days after you inspected it, I still consider it definitely to still be wine. It didn't go sour so quickly. Or Gimel Yama means the three days before you discovered that it was vinegar. 
Three days before that, I already know that it's vinegar for sure. Because if you see today that it's vinegar, you know that, that three days before this, it must have been vinegar already. So then it's a vadai. However, out of the framework of, of, of those three days, it's going to be a suffix. So if you inspected the wine and you saw that it was still wine, going according to that shot, let's say, that you inspected the wine and you inspected the barrel, it's all still wine. But then after three days, you have to now have a suffix. And you, you, don't, you don't know what the status of these barrels are anymore. <clears throat> so this, the mice or the truma that is that you're going to give, it's not clear if it took effect or not. So over here in this case... It says that it's a suffix. Now, but on, on this, the question was asked from the case of the mikveh. Chovis ha mikveh. From the, from the case of, the, of this barrel of wine, the contradiction was asked to the case of the mikveh, that you inspected the mikveh and you discovered that it's possible. Why is it when it comes to the mikveh and you, you find, you discover that the mikveh is possible? What do we say? That whatever you tabled in it from before is for sure going to be tummy. Not even a suffix, it's for sure tummy. And why over here, when you discover that this barrel became vinegar, so what does it say here in the Braisa? You go back and you say that all the trauma that you gave from before will be a suffix. Why only a suffix? By the mikveh we say, for sure, we consider it to be all possible from before. And here we say it's only a suffix. Rav Hanina of Surya explained that the Takah is about this. Just like uh, by the Chavis, we see it's a suffix. Even regarding the mikveh, there's also an opinion that says that it's a suffix. Mantana Chavis, who's the opinion here regarding this barrel that says that once you found that it's vinegar, that now it becomes a suffix going back? Rabshimini, this is Rabshimini's opinion. The Gabin mikveh, nami esveke mashvi. By the mikveh as well, you, when you discover that the mikveh is possible, so Rabshimin says over there also, we're going to go back and say that all, for all the time before, we're not going to know for sure that the mikveh was possible, but it's going to be a suffix. The Tanya, as we learned in Abraisa, so Rav Shimon said regarding this mikveh that you discovered it's possible, anything that you titled in this mikveh before, so the Tanakhama says, we know for sure that this mikveh, we see now that it's possible, we know for sure that before we assume that it's possible, and therefore whatever you title is going to be completely tommy. However, Rab Shimon says that if it's a mikveh, which isn't the Rishusarabim, and this is a suffix, going back to what you tabled before, this is a suffix if it was a good mikveh then or not. So if it's in the Rishusarabim, the rule is any suffix of Tumah and Rishusarabim is Tahir. However, a suffix of Tumah, which is in the Rishusarabim, Thailand. Over here, this is going to be a suffix. This remains a suffix. Usually, in a Rishusa Yachid, you learn out from Saita that a Safik Tome in Rishusa Yachid is for sure Tome. But over here, it's not exactly compared to a Saita. By a Saita, because the man and the woman were together and there's a certain Raglai and there's a certain reason to believe that they became Tome. So over there, the Safik is Tome. But over here, it's, it's, it, we just discovered now the Mikveh today is possible. And we don't know. So over there, in a Rishusa Yachid, it's going to be a Safik. This is all according to Rab Shimon. But the Gemara concludes, Aval Rabbanam. What do you understand from this going back to the barrel? Once you discover that the barrel is vinegar, Tevel Lamafreya. If I see that the barrel today is, is vinegar, I say, going back to before, that 
whenever you separated the trumen any time before, I consider it that I know for a fact that it was already vinegar, and it's all going to be the tevel. The, the, the trumen did not take effect. Besides the first three days, besides the first three days after you inspected it, and you saw that it was still wine, anything after that, we say that if I discover it today that it's chaymitz, so then going back, it's, we say there was for sure chaymitz all this time. So this is a question on Shmuel. Shmuel says, well, here when you discover a girl is a begeres, I say that right now she's a begeres in the afternoon. I don't say that it goes back to the morning as well. And it says the Gemara here, the Gemara goes through the same exact discussion that it had before. The Gemara says, Shani Hosom, over there by the barrel, it's different. Because you're separating truma on your produce, the produce that you have has a chazaka that it's tevel. The tevel means when the truma was not taken from it. So there's a chazaka that it's still tevel. So you can't take it out of that chazaka. So therefore now if I see that this vinegar that you used for the truma is, is, is vinegar, so you, have, so you should say that the wine of all the other barrels was not rectified. Because there's a chazaka that it's still tevel. Well, you have the chazaka of the tevel, but Adarab, on the contrary, we know that it was wine. Why don't they place it on its chazaka that it was wine? And I should say that it did not become chaymet. So you have these two competing chazakas over here. But the Gemara again says, Right now you're looking at the barrel, you see clearly that it is vinegar. So therefore I follow what I see right now in front of my eyes. So, if so, so I see right now this girl in the afternoon that she's already a begeres. Why don't I follow that status and say that she's already a begeres from the morning? So, this is still a question on Shmuel. But the Gemara answers, I see her right now that she's a begeres. I say that right now in the afternoon she became a begeres, not in the morning. If so, why shouldn't I say regarding the wine that only now it became chaymitz? And not um, earlier on. Answers the Gemara. Here the Gemara comes to the same point that it said before. Regarding this barrel that you discover now is vinegar. Over there you have two problems. Number one, you have the chazaka of all the produce that it's tevel. And number two, the fact that you see that this barrel that you wanted to use for truma, you see right now that this is vinegar. So you have two issues here. Therefore we consider it, the truma did not take effect. Over here, you only have one sign that says that she's a begeres. The fact that you see now that she's a begeres. Nothing other than that. But other than that, she has a chazaka from before that she's an ida. So therefore, Shmuel says that not until you discover the fact that she's a begeres, do we know that she's a begeres. In the morning, we say that she was uh, still an ida. Says the Gemara name, shall we say that the machlekes of Rav and Shmuel is a machlekes of Tanoim. What's the, 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 the machlaik is here? We find here Rashi brings the story of a person that wrote in a star <coughs> that he's giving away all of his possessions to somebody, everything without exception. So what's the halach of such a, of, of a person that does such a thing? If he did this when he was a shchiv mirah, when he was not well and he was about to die, so then the halacha is if he recovers then we say that the gift is null and void because he only was giving away everything because he thought he's passing away. So he didn't need anything for himself. But if he gave away this gift when he was healthy, so then he can't retract from this because he's, he's healthy and he still gives everything away so that the, it takes effect. So now a person writes such a star that he's giving everything away and now there becomes a, a fight between the two people here. The giver says that I only wrote this because I wasn't well. I was a shchiv midah. So now I want to retract from it. Because I'm healthy now, and the recipient says, "No, you wrote you wrote to me this when uh, when you were when you were well. So therefore, 
It's mine. You gave me a matana. So the question is, me moitzi miyad me. Who takes out these, this, this money from who? So the, the, the Braisa says, the first opinion here is, who moitzi miyadam? The one, the one that gave it, he's the one that can be moitzi the money. He says that, it's, uh, that I only gave it because I wasn't well. So therefore now, I, I, he takes back the money for himself. Beloy Raya, and he doesn't have to bring any Raya whatsoever that he was a Shchiv when he wrote this Matana. Even though we see right now he's healthy, but it doesn't matter. That the, 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 fact that, um, the fact that we see right now that uh, he's healthy, we're not going to say that that means that Bishas, uh, he wrote the Matana, he was also healthy. No, he's going to be believed to say that then he was a Shchiv but they, the, the people that he wrote the Matana to, cannot take it out from him without any raya. That's the Rabbi Yaakov. This is Rabbi Yaakov's opinion. So what do we see over here, basically? That when you see this person right now, that he's healthy, I'm not going to say, since he's healthy now, probably when he wrote the Matana, he was also healthy then. Not necessarily. You see right now that he's body, that he's a healthy person, that's today. That doesn't mean that before when he wrote it, he was healthy as well. When he wrote his matana before, then he could have been a shchiv This is fitting really with Shmuel's opinion. Shmuel says, you see a girl that in the afternoon she's a begeres. Right now she's a begeres. That doesn't mean that before in the morning when her father was Mekadashar, she was also a begeres. Could be then that she was an Ida. Now, another opinion here is, Rab Noimer, in body who, if we see right now that he's healthy, so then all of Lahavi Raya, He's going to have to bring a Raya that when he wrote this gift, that then he was not healthy, it was a Shchiv Mirah. If we see now that he's, that he's not well, so then So then the people that received the gift are going to have to bring a Raya that when he wrote this star, this gift, that then he was, was healthy. Now this seems to be following Rav's opinion. Rav says when you see a certain status now, you assume that that's what it was before. When you see this Begeres in the afternoon, you assume that she was a Begeres already in the morning. Says the Gemara, name Rav, And I would say that Rav follows Rav Nossin's opinion. And Shmuel, And Shmuel follows Rav Yaakov's opinion. So the Gemara answers, no, that case is different. Rav, Rav will answer you. I that say that when you see a status now, that she's a begeres, I use that as an indication for before, that she was a begeres before, I could follow Rabbi Yaakov's opinion over there. So why over there, when I see that he's healthy now, do I not use that as an indication that he was healthy before? Or the same thing if he was not healthy now, why don't I use that as an indication before? Because, at can the reason why the one that's giving the gift has the upper hand is because I have to place the money in its chazakah. He's the, he's the giver. The giver has the upper hand because the money was first his. So because he has the chazakah on it, therefore he has always the upper hand over there. So over there, there's another factor. Cheskas mamin. But when it comes over here, regarding the, the, the suffix, regarding this girl, over here you can't say that you place this body of this girl in a chazake. It's, it's talking about on the day that she naturally becomes a begettist. This is the day when her body changes. So you can't place her anymore in a chazake. Therefore over here, Rav says, if you see in the afternoon she's a begettist, we assume that in the morning she was a begettist as well. Shmuel says an opposite. I that say that when you see your status today, so you, you don't uh, go back to before, I could agree to what Abnasan said over here, that when you see the person healthy now, you do go back to before and say that when he wrote the gift, he was healthy. Why? Over there, the reason why Abnasan says that is, the Kula Alma Bechaskas Briyam Kaimi. 
because people, when you see a person that's healthy, it's safe to assume that he was healthy before. That's the normal status of people. People are, are healthy. So, So therefore, that's what Abnasan is saying. If you see the person is not healthy now, so then you could assume that he was not healthy before. But if you see the person is a regular healthy person now, why should we take him out of his chazaka of being healthy before? That's in the case of Rab Nassim. Avol over here, when it comes to this girl, where there's a suffix regarding at what time she became a begeres, mi kamapke nafsha mechazake the kamei. So are we, are we taking her out of her chazake from before? In other words, over here, there are, we're talking over here about this naira, on this last day of the six months. So over here, since it's uh, on this very last day, so it, it's very possible that she only became a begeres now. She had a chazaka before of being a naira. This is a day that her body changes. How could you say that because she was a naira before, so therefore, not, when you see her now becoming a begeres, <clears throat> what, what's the basis to say that she was a begeres in the morning? Maybe she only became a begeres now. Every girl at a certain point, her body changes. We don't know when that happened. It could have been in the morning, it could have been in the afternoon. When you talk about a person which is healthy or sick over there, when you see a person that's healthy, you assume that he always was healthy. When it comes to the, this, this girl, on this day when her body changes, how do you know at what point her body changed? Maybe it changed only in the afternoon. So therefore over here, you can't follow the previous chazakeh. Says the Gemara, Neime Kahani Tanoi. Shall we say the Machloikis of Rav and Shmuel is a Machloikis amongst the, the, the following Tanoim over here? And here we see Tanoim that seemingly argued in the exact same Machloikis as Rav and Shmuel. Kitcha Avia Bederech. The father accepted a Kedushan for her from someone when he was out on the way. And the Kitcha Atzma Be'ir. She accepted a Kedushan for herself in the city. And now we see she's a begeres. So this must be talking like the case that we mentioned before, that it's on the, on the last day of the six months when she becomes a begeres. And the father accepted the Kedushan in the morning, and she accepted the Kedushan in the afternoon. Tani Chodem Wambrai says, We see right now that she's a begeres, and therefore what we say is that... Uh, She's a beget that uh, she might have been a begetus, or she not might have, then that she probably was a begetus from the morning. This is Ralik Rav's opinion, and therefore only her kedushin takes effect. The Tanya Edoch, but another Brayse said exactly like Shmuel, Chashidim lekedushishneim. No, that we see that she's a begetus now, but that's only in the afternoon. In the morning, she could she could have still been a naira. So therefore, we have to be concerned for the father's kedushin and for her kedushin. So my love, don't you think Chad Kerav? The first Brai says like Rav, Chad Kishmul. The second, second Brai says like Shmuel. Says the Gemara, Loi. This, these two Brai says, they're not arguing Bechlau. They both follow Shmuel's opinion that when you see that she's now a Begeres, I don't assume that in the morning she was a Begeres. I just look at her now. But Khan, over here the case is different. When the Brice says that you have to be concerned about that, that, that uh, she's saying that I'm a begeres and therefore she's telling your father, your condition is worthless, what's it talking about? She's coming and telling you the father, clearly, I know that I was a begeres already in the morning. She's contradicting the father. In such a case, I accept the words. But in a case where she doesn't know, she's not, she doesn't know anything. We see right, right now she's a begeres and she's not saying anything about this. In such a case, I, I say like, uh, like, like what Shmuel said, that I see that she's a begeres now, but we don't know what she was uh, before. In the, in the morning she could have still been an idol. So it's two different cases, so there's no argument there. 
Says the Gemara, if so, if we just explain that in the Braise here, these two Braises are not arguing, maybe Rav and Shmuel never argued about this. Maybe Rav was talking in a case where she came and said that I was a begettus already from the morning. She clearly is telling us this. And Shmuel was talking in a case where she's not saying this. So maybe they're also not arguing. Says the Gemara, the Gemara brings an incident that happened that proves that Rav and Shmuel did argue. The Tizbara, could this be true that they weren't arguing? There was a situation like this that happened, and he paskened like Rav, and Shmuel was upset that he paskened like Rav and not like him. And Vaamar, and he said the following expression on, uh, on Rav Yasef. Kulal mekaylele bekabezuta. Everybody got wisdom in a small measure. And v'haimer the rabban and kaylele bekaylerabe. And he thinks that he got uh, more wisdom and more more uh, than everybody else. So in other words, he was saying, how could he take such a responsibility upon himself to say that this woman that might be an ish that she's not an ish So he was upset about the fact that he passed like Rav. So if you're going to say that Rav and Shmuel weren't arguing, they were talking in different cases, why was he upset at, at, at Rav Yasef that he didn't pass like him? They're not even arguing. Maybe he only passed like Rav when the girl herself is coming and telling us that I was already a begettus from the morning. So then we pass like Rav that the father's kedushin is not a kedushin at all. He's not being matar and sish. She's saying it and that's why we believe her. So the point is, the fact that Shmuel was makpid, we see that Rav and Shmuel did argue about this. Gemara concludes, We pass on like Shmuel, that we pass on like Rav, and the Gemara concludes, The halacha is like Rav.